If there's anything that South Africans can take from the release of the latest crime statistics released by Police Minister Bekitsele is that the country is a criminal haven. Presenting the crime stats for the third quarter of 2022-2023, which covered the October 1st to, to the December 31st, indicated that there are more than 83 murders and 138 rapes per day. We discussed with police expert and criminologist Dr. Simon Howell. Dr. Simon, good day and welcome. Hi, good afternoon. Dr. Simon, do you believe citizens are at all surprised or even appalled by the stats released by Bekitsele? Um, well, they are more horrendous than normal. Um, you know, normally they're pretty bad, but this time uh, they are even worse. Um, it's actually actually quite appalling. You know, I mean, all of, I think nearly every single crime category went up, barring some minor ones. Um, uh, I think the robbery of cash and transit heights went down slightly. But the rest, um, all violent crimes, for instance, went up by quite significant margins. The unfortunate reality of the situation in our country, is this not an indication that government has lost the war on crime? Um, well, it's an indication that there is clearly some issues here and um, that they may be failing at dealing with crime effectively. I mean, you know, ultimately the police um, are, are responding to crime, so it is society itself that is generating the crime. Um, but, you know, I mean, that, is, that, that happens in a context in which there's clearly some significant issues within the policing ranks and within the security cluster as a whole to, to let crime continue to spiral upwards like this. Mm. According to the stats, 7,555 murders were committed in the last three months of 2022. And as you indicated, you know, that 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 is more murders than we see in countries where wars are raging. Well, exactly. I mean, you know, it's, I think it's more than, than occurring in Ukraine at the moment. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, the country is clearly at war with itself more than anything else. And the question is, why? I mean, what, what, what social conditions have led to the country being in such a state? And I think, you know, I mean, there's obviously many answers to that. But ultimately, there needs to be some type of discourse or some type of conversation to begin addressing what is clearly, you know, I mean, a significant issue in South African society. And that's, I mean, that's just murder. There was, of course, a number of contact crimes that are an issue. And um, there's also... A, the vast number of sexual crimes and rape and you know i mean these are clearly there are clearly some significant issues in society as a whole that need to be dealt with is it not time that becky is removed as police minister a call that has been made by activists and political parties for years now well um i think there's clearly a need for more effectual leadership i don't know if it will solve the problem so to speak because um you know i mean the police ultimately just respond but but i think there is clearly a need for a more significant uh, a better leadership under under someone else because I mean Taylor has now had quite a few years to bring or turn things around and he clearly has not. In fact, everything the things things get, just get worse and worse. So I think it is time that uh, he's called to called to order and um, someone else is replace, replaces him. When we have security companies protecting police stations, then how can we trust police officers to protect citizens? Well, exactly. You know, I mean, the private security industry continues to grow year on and um, is, a, is a quite a substantial industry now with billions of rands. And of course, the question is why? We, why have we turned towards private security? And I think there's a fundamental distrust with the, of, of the police and a fundamental concern that the police are not effective at doing what is needed. And I mean, that is not to say anything specifically about any individual officer. But, you know, I mean, there is a clear indication that there are lack of resources and a need for better training and a need for more effective responses to crime issues. 
Otherwise, people will continue to look towards private security, which they have done in the past. Do you even get a feeling that there is even a plan in place to deal with escalating crime? <laughs> a good question. <laughs> um, I don't really know anymore, to be honest. Uh, I think had you asked me that two years ago, I would have said, yes, there is a plan. Uh, at the moment, I don't know if there is anymore. Um, I think, you know, there is so many issues at play here and there's so much politics in the policing realm now that there's clearly fundamental flaws here that need to be addressed. And I don't know if anyone is willing to or has the ability to address them individually anymore. And how bad is police morale when we also see a constant change in national police commissioners uh, who all end up with their contracts terminated early? Yeah, well, I mean, it completely undermines police legitimacy and, you know, I mean, the police themselves. Often, I mean, you know, the police, there are many good officers amongst the police and many very hardworking people. And, um, you know, having constant change of leadership and constant changes of structure and the like ultimately undermines their jobs and their ability to affect their jobs. Um, in a manner that ultimately serves the public. Um, so, you know, I think it is, it is very demoralizing and there's a lack of support and capacity for support in the police as it is. So, you know, I mean, it's sort of a downward spiral. Yes, unfortunate reality. Thank you, Simon, for the update. We appreciate your time. Sure, thank you. Okay, well, bye-bye. Uh, that was Simon Howell chatting to us this afternoon about the morale amongst the police and the fact that we have 85 murders every day in, in South